0: The Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Blackhawks. Today is Thursday, October 15th, 2020. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Tuning in for the 229th episode of Locked on Blackhawks. As always, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcast. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. So please be sure to go do that. Also, please go follow our Twitter page, which can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good stuff being posted there every day as well. Alright ladies and gentlemen, so for today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks, I am actually doing a crossover event with Locked On Avalanche host Chris McKelly to discuss the Brandon Sod for Nikita Zadorov swap and whatnot and this was a really fun 20-25 minute segment we had together, I really enjoyed it and I hope you all do as well.
1: All right, welcome back. And like I said, Jack Bushman from Locked On Blackhawks is with me to talk about the trade. Jack, how are you, my friend? I'm good, Chris. How are you doing? I am. I'm doing very well because I'm pretty happy with uh, the, the moves that the Avalanche have made. Uh, in particular, the the big trade that has gone down between our two teams. So, I guess first give me your start big don't just think about this (laughs) trade right now not not just the trade how do you feel like chicago has done overall uh free agent period if you want to throw in the draft if you're happy with the draft you can but uh just overall they're they're, they're, the 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 postseason is has been short so far but are you happy and satisfied with the moves that the blackhawks have been making
0: it's definitely been interesting because I'm not really sure what direction they're heading in at the moment. We've definitely gotten younger. Uh, we let go Corey Crawford. We let him at the free agent market. He signed with New Jersey and we committed to three goaltenders who all really don't have that much experience. Malcolm Subban's the one guy who does. And in his experience, he hasn't looked all that good. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely been interesting to see. What we've done in that, we could have kept Crawford for pretty cheap. He only signed for three point nine million in New Jersey, but we wanted to go young, and that's what we continued to do with the trade here: Brandon Saad for Nikita Zadorov. Um, the trade—it it was tough to me because we wanted to get a young prospect or some high-round picks, and we didn't really get either. Zadorov isn't old; he's only twenty-five. Yeah, but what we were really looking—I think—out of sod, most most Blackhawks fans were hoping to get a higher round draft pick or a middle-level prospect for him in return. Um, and zidorov with his deal, he's only, you know, I, it's, it was just so interesting with the makeup of the Blackhawks defense right now. So mm. I, I'm, I'm questioning the direction the Blackhawks are heading in. We definitely got younger, but at the moment with our roster makeup, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to see how we're going to compete, especially with how tough our division is.
1: Yeah. That is no joke. And and the division only got better.
0: Yeah. Right. So, Especially through the draft too. I felt like everyone in the division took a really good player in the draft as well.
1: Yeah. And who re- refresh my memory on who the Blackhawks got. I liked their pick, but I can't remember who they it got. They took the Lucas team. Reichel. It <coughs> that's took right. Lucas
0: Reichel at number 17. Yes. I was happy right. with that pick.
1: That's right. I was okay.
0: really happy with that pick.
1: All right. So, all right. I mean, let's talk about, you know, kind of the big news, which is the, the draft specifically um the the Blackhawks got zadoroff and Anton Lindholm correct and on the back end the Avalanche obviously got Brandon Saad and uh who's the who's the Dennis defender? Gilbert Dennis yeah
0: who I like I, I like Dennis Gilbert I think well he has some NHL upside.
1: and I was gonna ask because you know a lot of everybody knows Brandon Saad but we'll get into him and what he can bring to the Avalanche but talk about him talk about what what you know he's a defender right so you know the avalanche have no shortage of defenders um you said you like him what 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 do you like about his game
0: before i talk about dennis gilbert and what he brings to the table i need to talk to you all about rockauto.com the best place to shop for all your auto and body needs amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need visit rockauto.com and make sure to let them know the lockdown podcast network sent you That's rockauto.com for an amazing selection, reliably low prices, and a wide variety of parts for anything your car will ever need. Listen, we've all had our share of car problems in the past. How much easier is it when you have an auto and body shop that you can rely on? Well, rockauto.com has your back for all the car parts you will ever need in any situation. One more time, check out rockauto.com for reliably low prices and an amazing selection, and make sure to let them know the Lockdown Podcast Network sent you. No need to go drive to a repair shop. Just check out the auto and body shop that you can trust online for reliably low prices. RockAuto.com. He's a stay at home defenseman, big bodied guy, 6'2, 6'3, big kid and he throws his weight around a lot. He's he's still pretty young. He's only 23. Uh he oh. got a little time in the NHL last season, but I'd say at the at the moment he'll probably start as an AHL defender, but he's not far away. Like he he his physical pre- he made his presence known physically when he did play with the Blackhawks last season, and for how young he was, I thought he played pretty well. Right. He's only had 2 years of professional experience as well. Uh he played 3 years at Notre Dame and then was his first year of professional hockey so two years in i liked what i saw from him i think there's more potential there than anton lindholm in my opinion so (laughs) i thought you guys for sure got the better secondary player in that deal
1: yeah that that part i would agree with uh lindholm is there's there's just not enough really there to to know what he can do uh, on a professional level uh, there there's not a lot to go on. So yeah,
0: I think I saw he only has like six NHL games in the last two years, and he's already twenty five. so yeah, it doesn't look like there's really much there. And no. on the other on the other end, if things go well, I think Dennis Gilbert could be a you know four or five defenseman, third pairing guy in the NHL.
1: Yeah, and it'll be interesting for him on the Avalanche because they, they're they pretty stacked on D. Um, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Pretty
0: stacked is like an <laughs> understatement, dude.
1: So they, I mean, getting him almost immediately was like, great. You know, he he'll be on their AHL team. And the way that the Avalanche had just ran through injuries last year you don't want to see that year after year, but you know, he would be that guy that would need to be called up and, and fill a role for a little while. And it seems like he is that type of guy. I don't know if he's an everyday player at this point, he said he's only 23 years old, but uh, could he just, like I said, like fill a role for a little while while a guy is injured and be serviceable and Mm -hmm. and hold his own. I think that's,
0: yeah, I think that's a pretty good description of Dennis Gilbert at this point.
1: Okay. So were you happy in, in getting Zador off? I mean, is the Blackhawks de- I mean, were they looking for defense? Were they struggling on the defensive side? So it's,
0: it, ugh, it's so weird because we weren't like in need of a defenseman. We do have a pretty like not loaded defense, but it's kind of a log jam there because of like contract situations, Keith and Seabrook aren't going anywhere. And then we have Calvin DeHaan, uh, Connor Murphy, we have Ian Mitchell, who's coming up. I don't know if you know anything about him, University of Denver captain. He was really uh, good in college. Not
1: really not. Yeah, okay.
0: He's one of the Blackhawks' top prospects, but he's supposed to get a look at the NHL level. Um, and then we just traded Ole Mata because we had kind of a surplus of that second-pairing, third-pairing defenseman. And so I was just a little shocked at the return for what we got for sad I know Zadorov's a big bodied guy who who Mm. could play some good second line minutes can you tell me a little bit more about him from your experience watching him in Colorado
1: he's he's one of those guys like the 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 fans will love him because he he just goes all I well I shouldn't say he goes all out he he, because he he's not that type of guy that's flying up and down the ice (laughs) (laughs) but he uh he he plays hard and he he's that guy that fans love because he Puts on hits, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he, he he's huge, checks hard. Huge. Yeah, he's a big dude, and and he is going to uh, excite that fan that's going for you know a physical type of game. Um, he has a really good shot. He doesn't, you know, he, he's not he's not an offensive defenseman, but uh, for what he does, he he's he has a decent slap shot, and and it gets through. He just it doesn't show up on the score sheet all that mm-hmm. much, but terrible puck handler. Oh, uh, no. yeah, I mean sometimes <laughs> he looks absolutely lost with the puck. Um, there's been some turnovers <laughs> that you're just that, and, and this is kind of where I'm going with it. It's like he will look really good for you know a couple games in a row, and then have a game where it's just like, is, is this a different guy? Is did somebody like put like? like a different jersey out like who it where is he doing Oh man. um you have to learn to live with that you know there's going to be good days there's going to be days where you want to put your head through a wall and oh, uh you, you have you know he he takes stupid penalties sometimes because of his physical play if someone gets you know if he if someone hits him that he didn't see coming he's going he's, to retaliate he's fighting them uh, he yeah. I mean, he might not fight them, but he he will throw a slash on them, like just just because.
0: Just looking it, at his penalty minutes, there there's there are a lot.
1: <laughs> what's so? And, and last year, I think he was down. Last year, I, I don't know. You have it in front of you, just just if you yeah, want. To yeah, yeah. So he
0: he had, had sixty five and sixty four games in the year before. He had seventy five and seventy. Twenty seventeen eighteen was interesting. He had a hundred <laughs> and three, hundred and three and seventy seven games, and he doesn't really. Yeah.
1: Find out no, I mean, he, wow. he will. I mean, he will throw down. He's got no shame in doing that, but I mean, 6'6", uh, six,
0: six, 235. Come on, he, man. Yeah,
1: no, he's not going to back down from anybody. So in, in that aspect, you like it, you like having that type of defender on your team. And there was always back and forth between would the avalanche really give up on him? He was in uh, coach Jared Bednar's doghouse yeah. many times throughout the year. And he was a healthy scratch a couple of times early in the season uh, there were times where his minutes were single digits uh, oh. time on ice because Bednar just, he would rather play like Sam Gerard or Cam McCarr 27 yeah. minutes than, than put Zadorov out when he would have those bad games. So, I mean, but he's a young guy. You know, he's still 25. I just think it wasn't the right fit for the Abs in the long term. And I think they tried and tried to make it work. And have him play their style of game, and he he's just on the slower end, and the Avs play a fast game, so it was time to go. So I mean, I, I, we're, we're gonna miss the physical side of of what he brought. Absolutely, like I don't think we anything we have right now can really match what he brought from a physical standpoint. So um, yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be it's gonna be good and bad, man. It's gonna be it, you know it's gonna be like a Beatles record. There's some good hits. <laughs>
0: Let me ask. Uh, so, our RGM and coach, when Zadorov had his first interview with the Blackhawks media, he talked kind of how about uh, our, our head coach Jeremy Calliton and how our general manager Stan Bowman told him he's he's probably going to get he's going to get a top four role next season. We're going to lean on him to try to get try to get better as a, a big secondary, a big good li- uh, second line defenseman. Excuse okay. me. Um, how do you feel about that? And also, with with Zadorov being the return for Sad in this trade, I think us Blackhawks fans would also like to know how would you feel about Zadorov as a long long term defenseman. Like, if we were to sign him to an extension going forward, would you think that would be a good move for the Blackhawks, or do you think they should be careful after Zadorov's contract expires after this year?
1: Hmm. Those are really good questions and man that you really could go in any direction for that. So I want to answer that, <laughs> but first of all, we have to get to our sponsor. So I want to get to our sponsor. Then we'll answer that on the back end of it. All right. So, Absolutely perfect. Uh, do you have any kids Jack or no?
0: I do not. You do not I'm have kids. i 23. I do not have kids.
1: Okay. Well, that
0: terrifies me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Where I was going with that was if you have kids, like I have two kids, a four year old and a one year old, you normally hit a wall at some point in your day. I'm assuming you hit some sort of wall around, say, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the afternoon when the coffee wears off and you need some sort of pick me up, correct?
0: Uh, That's about fair.
1: All right. So (laughs) we talk about Built Bar a lot on this show. They have a brand new product called Built Go. And whether you are having a mental wall or a physical wall, you can break through that with Built Go. Built Go is a workout gel. You can use it for a workout or you can just use it halfway through the day. As a pick-me-up, it works just like a five-hour energy drink without the same crash feeling. Plus, it's natural, so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. Comes in three delicious flavors, peanut, butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and chocolate mint right now you can go to visit uh excuse me go to builtgo.com use the promo code locked and you get 20% off of your next order once again that promo code is locked and 20% comes off of your first order builtgo.com let's go all right so getting back to your question should they offer Zadoroff a long term deal what's your interpretation of a long term deal <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I would expect us to maybe give him a th- a th- two to three year deal. Probably he's yeah. still restricted. F- uh, is he? No, I don't think he is.
1: He 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 was going into uh, his restricted free agent this year, this, this go around. Yeah, I don't know if if the no he's still be, set...
0: he still will be an RFA.
1: He will be. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So they haven't signed him to anything yet. No, no, which oh, thing? No, wait,
0: no, 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 wait. No, we gave him the 3.2 this year, but he'll still be an RFA when that deal expires.
1: When that, okay, all
0: right, which is kind of crazy because he's already <laughs> played like six years in the NHL,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he's worth a, a shot at, you know, uh, two, three years, maybe. Like I said, the style of play, I he struggled to keep up with, and mm. I think for, for the most part. The NHL is a fast game now. So, oh, yeah. you know, you don't have, there's only even, you know, I, I always kind of made fun of uh, Dallas, the way Dallas played and the way the Islanders play is just oh, like yeah. this, you know, lull you to sleep type of. But even that so style is still, a, you know, there's still some pick me up in their game. Mm-hmm. It's just um, slower. It, right. Exactly. So he struggles in that aspect. But like I said, like the the good things that he can bring to your team you like what he can bring. You just want him to do it on a consistent basis, which is Mm -hmm. where he falls sometimes. Could he be a top four guy? He was with Colorado. And early on, like before McCarr came along, uh, really before Sam Girard came along, like he he was, he was a top four guy. Um, And they thought they had somebody for the long-term. I really believe that. And then kind of when Jared Bednar took over and it was just this speed game, um, they just didn't mesh well together. So, There's a, there's a spot for him. There always, you know, there's a spot for guys that play the way that he plays all over the NHL. He just needs to find where that spot is. And maybe it is with the Blackhawks. He's great in the locker room. Guys absolutely love him. Uh, Nathan McKinnon, almost every post game press conference, uh, Nikita Zadorov has, he's like Tom Brady. He has his own logo. I'm not kidding. Oh, really? Yes. And um, he seems
0: like a funny guy.
1: He is. He's, he's great. Seems like a
0: really funny guy.
1: He's right. It, and, and so Nathan McKinnon would always have on the Nikita's <laughs> logo it's hat. Great. So, you know, they, they love the guy. Um, so he, he, he's, he's good in the locker room and it's just like, you'll see it. You will see it. You you will be like, man, I really like this guy. And then the game after, to be like, uh, can we give him back to Colorado? <laughs> so
0: it seems yeah. like he's kind of progressed ever every year. It seems like he's gotten a little bit better in the last couple of years, at yeah. least with some of his possession numbers. And-, and
1: even even in the he he does play well when that uh, you you need him to. Like in the playoffs, he really played, He had a very good playoff, and even to the point where you know, we were talking about, do the abs keep him based on what he did in the playoffs? If there was no playoffs, people would be like, 100% he is gone. There was some talk that maybe they do keep him around because of the flat cap and everything. And maybe they keep Mm -hmm. him around. Obviously, that didn't happen. But he does like he I I think you'll like, like him more in what he can bring than uh, what will frustrate you about about what he does. So
0: yeah. i'm certainly excited to see how how he meshes with the blackhawks this season potentially yeah. going forward if we do decide to keep him around
1: right so tell me about brandon sod then what was first of all was was he kind of on the market did you anticipate him being released or, or traded like it seems yeah. like the blackhawks don't ever want him <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah three trades and i swear we lost all three of them every time. Like seriously, every time. Like the first time we trade for Sad, we got a Second time was obviously the Artemi Panarin trade, which was just horrible. And then this trade is just—it was just kind of, just kind of interesting because the Blackhawks didn't really need that kind of defenseman at the time. Um, but Brandon Sad—he's a really good two-way player, someone that could play on the penalty kill as well on the second power play unit. Uh, he had a really, really good last couple of seasons. He got injured a little bit this year, cost him like 12 games, I want to say. Uh, but he still scored 20 goals. I think he's a guy that's 25 to 30 goals every season. Um, mm-hmm. And he's usually been healthy. He's not a guy who gets who gets injured all that much. This was the first time in his career he's really missed a significant chunk of games. I really liked Brandon Saad. A lot of Blackhawks fans kind of got frustrated with him because – A, all the trades that he was involved in that didn't really look that pretty, and B, we kind of expected him to be that great top-line winger next to Jonathan Taze. Uh, he was really good when he was young, when the Blackhawks won the Stanley cup in 2015. And that line was really good. And when we reacquired Sad, he never really lived up to that hype, but he was still a really good player. So mm. I, I always really like Sad, especially what he can, what he can bring to the table on the defensive side of things as well. I think he's could be a really, really solid second liner for you guys. And also no one, I, I am not kidding. When I say this, I've watched a lot of <laughs> hockey the last 10 years, no one hit the post more than this guy. Like he should be, he should, <laughs> I'm not kidding. He should be a 30 goal scorer every year. Like really? a lot of upside to him. And he's still only 27, 28 years old. Like he's not all that old.
1: Now, is he like an equal opportunity clanker? Is it like off the crossbar? Is it off the post? Is it all over the place? Or It's or... just
0: like, I, he can't get a bounce. Really? I don't know what it is. He had no puck luck. Maybe it was just for us. Hopefully yeah. like for your, for your guys' sake, yeah. because it was like, he would have so many scoring opportunities and his numbers, they don't look all that great. When you look at them, he's never, he's only been um, a 50 point guy three Mm -hmm. times in his career and (laughs) hasn't happened in three years now. So
1: yeah, I don't I'm, know, but I, I
0: like this pickup. I definitely think you I guys do. won the straight. I definitely think you guys won the straight. I think, you know,
1: obviously, you know, early on before any games are played, you can kind of like grade, ah, this person, you know, this team won. So, and the games need to be played, So it really pans out. I think, you know, straight up, if it was uh, Sad for Zadoroff, uh, you know, maybe the Avs edged them out um but when you include like you said those Down secondary field. players yeah you guys I
0: definitely think, got the better yeah game.
1: yeah I do and, and I what I'm excited about for Sad is uh kind of the things you said the the power play for the avalanche even their top line which is you know built of incredible talent just for some reason struggled I'm not worried about that I feel like they they'll figure that out mm-hmm. but as soon as that first line you know after a minute and 15 seconds minute and a half Came off the ice, and the second power play unit came on. Uh, you're basically giving up. You're basically all right. This power play is over. They had nothing on a second power play. We so, know that feeling all too well. Yeah. <laughs> so, which is a problem for a lot of teams. I get it. But um, I'm looking forward to to that. Uh, to him being able to at least give the second power play chance another option and a little bit more uh, skill um, on a second power play unit, and as well as just being a Stanley cup champion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Ha, don't, you, you love having those guys in your locker room. And the Avs have a couple guys in their teams that have won cups, but um, you, you can't have enough of that. So uh, I do. And I, I was honestly surprised he was only 27. I thought he was older than that.
0: Now he came I, in the league so young, <laughs> which was crazy. And yeah. He was good right away too. Like it only took him a year and he turned into a really good top six guy.
1: Now, what's his speed like? Is he is he a quick guy? Is he? You ah, know, he's his speed's like a,
0: it's not a problem, but it's never. He's he's not winning foot races out there, really. Okay, all right. He's he's a he's a he's a decent skater. All right.
1: So, uh, and the good part is we're in the same division, so those games will be gonna light us up. Oh, those games would be great to watch you know obviously Saad is like you just said I mean if he lights you up he lights you up but I really want to see who Zdorov goes after I (laughs) mean
0: that will be interesting I didn't even think of it like that oh yeah
1: oh yeah I I don't know who I mean like I said like he was well liked in the locker room but there's always that guy that rubs you the wrong way uh and when a guy like Zdorov gets traded uh that he he might exact uh revenge which he's already kind of done to the avalanche fans by saying you know there's more blackhawk fans in the pepsi center than he did avalanche.
0: throw some shade oh yeah he did he also fine. threw shade to us too he, he was like in the past you guys were so easy to play against like he straight called us out <laughs>
1: did he really oh yeah See, that's what he said doesn't it. care he doesn't no, care. No, he
0: just seemed like a good guy all yeah. all our beat writers were like he's gonna be a great interview like they were all super <laughs> excited to have him and stuff
1: oh man but uh if nothing else it will be entertaining so um i'm definitely looking forward to it just the you know we just got to get a season and know when the season is going to be here
0: i'm hoping Either so it, i'm hoping sometime early january
1: i know that's what they're saying so but keeping my fingers crossed i hear you all right man uh i appreciate you coming on giving us some info on uh our new players and hopefully you got some info on your new players and uh yeah, that's that's gonna be it for today. So definitely check out Locked On NHL. Uh, and actually check it out today because Adam Denker from Locked On Lightning and myself uh host the oh. Thursday show. So check that out for anything going on around the league. There's still some free agents that need signings. Maybe the I heard the Blackhawks might be involved. They're not done yet.
0: Yeah, we've been adding some young pieces, so it's gonna be interesting. And I'm definitely excited to see what's gonna happen with this is Dorav and. Sad trade, as you said mm-hmm. earlier. You can't really grade a trade until they play a right. season or s- certain amount of games. So right. those games will be fun, and uh,
1: yeah, definitely had fun. In the episode. Thank you for having me. All right, guys. All right, guys. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Have a good night.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed that crossover event with Chris McKelly of Locked On Avalanche. That will wrap up Thursday, October fifteenth episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe. And follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app. And you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Locked On NHL podcast for all the latest news from all 31 teams around the league during the free agency window. Thank you again for tuning into today's episode. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or my Blackhawks account, at hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, hit me on one of my two Twitter accounts, or you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com or call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thank you again for listening to Lockdown Blackhawks Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.